The following is a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. What's up, what's up, what's up? It's your boy, Young, just sneezed three times in a row, so that's why my nose sounds blocked, aka Young Tired, (laughs) Young Tired, (laughs) aka fucking, I've done nothing this year, nothing in the slightest at all of any significance, that's a long nickname, Uh, aka... You fucking boy, jiggity riggity Jack Fox, and once again, it's time for another episode of Tired and Inspired. I think I would make a good, uh, like voiceover for reading out night bedtime stories for kids. Time for another episode of Tired and Inspired. Don French is a cunt. <laughs> Psych. How's it going? Happy New Year and all that shit. 2022, eh? 2022. Can you bloody goddamn believe it? Uh, I rang in the New Year in North Shields, believe it or not, on the uh, enemy side. Uh, went to see my good friend Sam Wright play some songs. Uh, but before that, I had a comedy show at One More Than Two Brew in South Shields. Which was a lot of fun. Thank you. Uh, I know some people who listen to this podcast came out to see the show, so thanks. Uh, I didn't get to hang out with a lot of people because uh, you know I was doing jokes and that. But uh, and also it was nice to see some people. It was it was just nice. It, it's it's not often I get a gig in South Shields, uh, and it's even more rare that I get to do a comedy gig in South Shields. So it was nice to be like five minutes from my house and uh, doing a good gig, and I really enjoyed it. Um, it was in a strange little, well, it's not a strange place, it's a nice place, but it was strange for a, for a comedy night, wasn't it? Um, one thing that, ha- that did happen after I went on, which I wish happened, see, the thing is, people who listen to this who came to the gig will know what happened, but I was doing my set, and halfway through the set, somebody walked in the room who looked a little bit like Michael McIntyre, so I pointed it out, and it went down quite well. Fine. Happens at comedy gigs sometimes, you've got to be prepared to do things on the fly. Then I did my set, and it all went fine. And then I was on second last, and then uh, John Scott was on, who's a well-known headliner from you know from Scotland, but he lives in Newcastle. Good friend of mine, done loads of gigs with him. And uh, when he was on, two fellas walked in, who I believe worked there because of the way they were talking to the staff, they just seemed very comfortable. Uh, he didn't acknowledge it. I don't really think anybody else would acknowledge it, but they looked like two like hippie guys. Like they had dreadlocks and they had like long dreadlocks and they dressed like they were from the nineties. And I was standing next to my friend Adam, uh, who who was like, I mean, look, I don't want to judge anybody by how they dress, and I'm not, I'm not wanting to tell people how to dress, dress however you want. But they just stood out from the crowd, is what I'm going to say. New Year's Eve, some people are dressed up nice to go out. Some people are just come for a nice quiet drink before they go home. These guys just stood out in the crowd. So me and my friend Adam are like, look at these these guys dressed. Strange, don't they? And not make, not saying it's good or bad, just making the point that these guys dress like they're going to stand out in the crowd, and they looked like Cypress Hill 
So my friend Adam said, it looked like Cypress Hill. And I said, Cypress Horsley Hill. Which is the funniest thing that anybody's ever said. In, well, it's not, it's, it's ridiculous. But in the moment, it was really funny. And I, and obviously, if you listen to this and you don't know what Horsley Hill is, it's a rough area in South Shields, Horsley Hill. Cypress Hill, the rap group from LA who dress like dreadlocks and have long hair. Cypress Horsley Hill. That's a funny observation made on the fly. A lot funnier than why I said... I read Michael McIntyre as this guy walked in who just happened to look like Michael McIntyre. The point I'm trying to make is, New Year's Eve, I was on fire. I was on fire with the references, right? Oh, I did just sneeze three times before I uh, started recording this, which probably wasn't the best idea, but I'm also in a hurry. I've, I've had an organisational day today, guys. I've been doing things, hoovering, washing, changing the sheets on my bed because changing the sheets on your bed is, I don't know how often you're quote-unquote supposed to do it, but I certainly don't do it enough. And to tell you how little I do it, the sheets I've just changed still have some of Christina's DNA on them. And that that sounds disgusting, but she also we all slept in the same bed. What, she's going to have hair strands in there. Uh, and when was she here? Fucking three years ago or something. I don't know. Covid's taken out of it, isn't it? Cypress Horsley Hill. Shut up, that's funny. Fuck you. you had to be there. I want to call the name of this episode Cypress Horsley Hill. To confuse... That's, that's going to... That's going to uh, alienate some part of the audience who don't know what Horsley Hill is. Um, This weekend, I am... Going away with some of my friends for two nights, I think, to some sort of cabin in the woods deal. Uh, I have a close group of the six of us, so it's five me and five friends. I have a close group of friends that we've, we've all known each other from school. Uh, three of us lads, three of us lasses. It is like the cast of friends, yes. Yeah, sorry, very funny. Seinfeld's better, but it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, we haven't seen each other a lot. Obviously, during COVID and stuff, and uh, one of us works down in London as well, which is a bit annoying. We did host, we did have a lot of Zoom quizzes uh, during the lockdown, and I won them all. I took about, I want to say about two hundred pounds from my friends during the Zoom quizzes, uh, just because I'm like super smart, and um, no, that's not true. But they were all like surface level pop culture questions and I'm like this is I just spend all my time on Twitter so I know everything that's going on but right one thing I will say I know Zoom quizzes are kind of done now so maybe you can't do this but look we're gonna we're heading fucking diving head first into another lockdown so when they do happen and this is a little tip that I will tell you for Zoom quizzes right this is a little tip this is only if you listen to this podcast is when I'm going to give this up I'm not going to cut this up and put it on social media this is only if you're listening to this podcast, you will get this special tip. I took this won me over two hundred pounds from my friends. Okay, I don't begrudgingly just take money from my friends. So this is a a high class tip, right? You're playing Zoom, you're in your own room, you're with nobody, you're by yourself, you're on Zoom to your friends. Right? What you do is dead easy, right? Little tip for Zoom quizzes. My number one tip. I hope you're listening close. You're going to take some notes. Open that notepad on your on your phone. Take some notes, right? You're doing Zoom quiz. With your friends, they're asking questions. You're by yourself in your room with your laptop, with your phone. My number one tip for Zoom quizzes on how to win 
Just cheat. Just cheat. Just Google it. Just cheat. No, who's gonna? You just you're there by yourself. You might as well just fucking Google it or just ask Siri. Just cheat. It's it's that easy. And then your friends will say, "Oh, you're cheating." You just go, "No." Prove it. How how can how are they going to prove it? They can't. So just just do that, and then you win loads of money. And mind if you do use this technique, my number one technique on how to win Zoom quizzes, I do want fifteen percent. Um, and actually, if you're going to give us fifteen percent, you might as well give us fifty percent. Just give us what. Just send us all. What, just even if you're not doing quizzes, just send us all your money. That'll be great. Thanks. Cheers. Glad I got that off my chest. Bloody hell, it's been. Uh, I've been dying to tell someone about my number one quiz technique. Um, <laughs> money, man. I could do with some money. Fucking hell. Couldn't we all? He says, as he's just announced that he's going away for the weekend. With it. Look, I've been doing lots of gigs. All right? I host my own quiz. Shit's been going down. Um, I have nothing prepared for the rest of this podcast. Literally, my notes app... As I was just saying to you, get your notes app out. Uh, my notes app just says Cypress Horsley Hill. So we're in, we're swimming at the deep end. We're without floaties. Um, 4.44, it's it's quarter to five. I'm going to watch the match at half five. This might, this might be a short podcast, guys. You'd think over New Year's that I'd have some stories to tell, but I did the gig, uh, one more than two brew. Then went over to North Shields with my friend Adam to see Sam. Then we drove back, well, you know, Sam wanted a lift with all these equipment, so I drove them back to Ziggy's and Shields for like half an hour, and then I came home, and then that was, that, what was it? That was my New Year. New Year's weird, isn't it? It loses all, loses all, uh, it loses all its magic when you're 32. <laughs> In it. Uh, but I mean, there you go. That was uh, that was my new year, and that was my top tip on how to win Zoom quizzes. So you're welcome. Don't say I don't do note for you. And now, it's time for a quick word from our sponsors. This episode of Tired and Inspired is brought to you today by having a cold, but it's definitely not COVID. Do you have a runny nose, bit of a sore throat, <coughs> a little cough, then you've probably got a cold as long as you can still smell and taste and test a negative, it's not COVID. Don't be a cunt, don't pass it on either way, but at least it's not COVID. Right, while I've got you here, I've got fucking no gigs lined up for the foreseeable future. No gigs lined up. Uh, next weekend is my gigs with the Chili Peppers tribute band, which I think I've talked about. I've got nothing. So if you want to book a comedian or a rapper or a drummer to do something, get in touch with me. Or donate me some money. Donate me some money. Donate me some money. Thanks. Seriously, I've got nothing booked in for the foreseeable future. But actually, I can kind of tell why nobody's booked anything because nobody wants to take the chance at the minute because you know, you never know, could go in the lockdown and you want to have a venue or a power about it. It goes under because I haven't got undefended because the government because the government sucks dick. But in the meantime, I've got absolutely no money. I don't want to know how I'm going to pay my phone bill. I'm going to pay my rent and buy some food and buy some new clothes if I need some. So donate some money if you really can. If you really feel blessed, if you feel like you can go to some extra Christmas money and if you like you want to donate some money, then please just hit the donate link in the description below. 
be back up in this bitch. I mean, I have got no gigs lined up for the foreseeable. Uh, well, apart from, I've got them two gigs with the Chili Peppers tribute band. I'm sure I mentioned that. I'm sure I would have. I'm depping for depping. If you don't know, I don't want a mansplain, but if you don't know, it means uh, it's when a band. Uh, it, it, so these these guys, the Red Hot Chili Pinos, are a Chili Peppers tribute band, and there's four members in the band, but the drummer can't make two gigs they've got next week. So they need another drummer, so I stepped in. And uh, I've got two gigs with the Chili That's my dream gig. It's my dream gig. So that'll be fun. But for January, at least, other than the quiz that I host, that's my only only gigs I've got booked in. Uh, so I'm going to have to fucking book my ideas up. But also, it's a risk, because I know venues aren't going to be taking risks and putting events on because COVID. And who knows what's going to happen. But whatever, we keep it moving, we keep it light. You know how we do on this side. Am I right, guys? I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, got to tell you about uh, my nana's new thing. Uh, you won't. I've, you know, I've talked about my nana before. I talk about it. I talk about her in my stand up. She is. I always say she's 87 when she's doing stand up. She's not. She's 89, 88, 89 this year. Uh, she has an early. Uh, type of, for lack of a better word, type of dementia, um, and she's just an old lady, and she forgets, she has like long-term memories, she can remember, she always talks about the war, always, always, because she was evacuated, fuck's sake, I dropped, I was fidgeting with the thing, I dropped it, she was evacuated during the war, and she loves anything to do with the war, because it was a good time for her, because she was evacuated, I would have fucking loved running in fields when I was a kid as well, but no, I was stuck in a council estate in social heels. um, so I Milana mean, loves anything to do with the war and she always has loads of memories that she tells us all the time about the war. She forgets that she's already told us them 400 times. So, and then, but then also she can't remember what day it is, what she had for lunch, you know, people's names, family members. It's just mad. It's just mad. Uh, but Milana's new thing has only come about this week, even though we've been stuck in this pandemic for like two years now. I mean, then it's also had COVID. You know, she's been she got double jab, but we all caught it in this household last summer. Um. So, Minana's new thing. She, she, she Minana. You know, you know, if you go to bed and you put Netflix on in the background when you fall asleep, Minana does that with a radio because she's eighty eight. So that's her form of Netflix is the radio. So I assume she was listening to the radio and misheard because she's also deaf. Did I mention that she's deaf? So now, despite the fact that me, me mum and me nana go out the house a lot, for some reason me nana thinks when we're in the house, we should close all the windows. She, to, to and doors, to keep COVID out. But then, we'll also be like, we're going out this afternoon, or I've got this gig somewhere, and she'll be like, okay, bye, but keep all the windows. Do you, do you understand how little that makes That's the kind of person that she is. And how frustrating it is. So it, because she's an old lady, the heating is, central heating is always on in this house. And it's fucking sweating. So I open a window in my bedroom because I like to keep the shit cool. I like to keep it cool. I'm a leg out of the blanket kind of guy. I'm keeping shit cool. And then she'll come in my bedroom, close my window, and then when I come up to bed at night, late at night when she's already in bed, it's fucking sweating in my bed. Do you understand the frustration? Look, it's very picky. I'm very thankful. Literally... I don't want to get too deep into it, but literally, 
I would be homeless if I wasn't living here. Maybe it's not now, but at the time, when maybe when I first moved here, I would, would have been homeless, but whatever. So we're very thankful to live here. But this is, it, we're two years into a global pandemic where all the advice has been keep the air circulating in your house by leaving windows and doors open. Besides that, we've all caught it. Besides that, we've all been jabbed and boosted. Besides that, we were just out Christmas and New Year with other family at their houses. I I was gigging loads. My mum goes out to see her friends and stuff. But, But while we're in the house on a quiet residential street, lock the upstairs bathroom window in case COVID drifts in. Do you understand how little that makes sense? But makes perfect sense to my nanas. Also, she calls it COVID still, which is just... She drives you insane. I, like, there's times when she talk, she's talking about it, and I don't know what she's talking about, because she's, she's saying COVID. What's COVID? Oh, COVID. Oh, right, no, leave the windows open, nana. Leave the windows open. Also, on uh, the lead-up to Christmas, she kept forgetting... Well, she, she can't go out by herself. She thinks she can, but she can't. She can barely stand up. She has a wheelchair. Uh, she, she, up until two or th- maybe five years ago, she could drive. And she can't now. She had a license taken off her. And I've subsequently bought a car off her. In my car's... That's my, now my car now. Uh, so she thinks she can still, you know, get up, drive, go to the shops, do whatever she wants. So in the lead up to Christmas, she was panicking because she hadn't been out to the shops to buy anybody presents. But I had explained to her two, three, four, five times a day for a week that not only is everything sorted, I'm going to get everything for her, but I've bought everything online. It's going to get delivered to the house. But because she hadn't actually been to the shops and seen things and bought things, she couldn't wrap her head around it. I'm just giving you a fucking sob story now. PS sob story. It's not a sob story. It's fine. Uh, so that was fucking annoying. I haven't explained to her every day. And then, then on on Boxing Day, she got up and came downstairs. I was still in bed when she got up, but my mum was up and my nana panicked because she thought it was Boxing Day and she thought she hadn't got anybody or anything and that wasn't very nice to hear. But it's kind of, in retrospect, it's kind of funny now, but at the time it's kind of sad because my nana thinks she's upset. Like, as if maybe my mum would just be like, oh yeah, no, you just forgot to buy it. Like, I wouldn't remind her, you know what I mean? It's the kind of person she is, but she's also like the nicest, like, caring person and I like, doesn't want to bother anybody. Like, one time, this is quite a while ago. One time, uh, my, my uncle who lives down south came up. So my mum's my sister, no, my nana's sister, so my great auntie, is 90 years old in February. Uh, and my my great auntie's son, so my cousin once removed? Yeah. Yeah, my great cousin? cousin I, don't know, I don't know how the fuck it works. Lives down south in Dorset. And he, come, he comes up quite often to see uh, my auntie. Uh, took he, so my my I call him Uncle Steve. I'm gonna call him Uncle Steve. So my Uncle Steve took out my nana, my mum, and his mum. I'm not gonna say the names, but my great auntie for a meal because whatever. And uh, he's got this big car, this big like estate car, and he has one of those things on the back of cars that you can attach like, a caravan to. You know, like them bumper things. It kind of looks like a dick and two balls. He's got one of them on the back of his car, right? So my nana gets out the car. And comes around to the boot, I think, to try and get like a bag out the boot or something. Trips over the dick and balls thing that's hanging out, and falls literally on the floor. 
Okay, she falls, she's standing upright, and then, I wasn't there, my mum told us the story, falls horizontally on the floor. My mum obviously panics, oh my god, runs to the back of the car, mum, you're alright, you're alright, you're alright. My nana says, from the floor, looking up at my mum, says, I'm okay, I haven't fallen over. When she is the definition of somebody that has fallen, she couldn't have fell down any more than lying on her back, on the floor, looking directly up at my mum, saying, I'm alright, I haven't fallen over. Like, you can't get more fallen over than what she was. That's the kind of person she is, though. She doesn't want to bother anybody, she doesn't want to hassle anybody, she wants to do her own thing. And that includes telling people that she hasn't fallen over, while in fact, she's lying, falling over on the floor. It's the kind of person me nana is. Kind of person me that is. She's sound. She's all right. She just hasn't got a fucking clue what's going on. I'd, I'd love to know what it was like for five minutes to live in her little world. But there we go. There we go. Uh, I didn't mean to go on that tangent. It's just it's it, like I say I'm going away this weekend, and uh, you know I feel bad when I have to leave my mum. Look after me then, and I did when I went over to America to see Christina. But also, you know, my mum's in her sixties, and it's her mum. And I'm in my thirties, and I still have some life to live. That's how I try and. I mean, mom's fine with it. I'm not like you know, I'm not like saying fuck you as I'm just driving away. My mom's fine with it. Boy, you just got a big insight into the psyche of me and why I am the way I am. Uh, let's say something funny. Uh, yeah, so my nana uh, loves the war, as I said, and uh, she watches. She's like a kid. You know, you put something on as a kid as like a distraction, like a cartoon, and the kids just sitting. My nana's the same, but with war films and uh, war TV shows and stuff. So we put on The Pacific, it's called. It's like it's like a, um, it's like a sequel, prequel to Band of Brothers, which is pretty good, actually. I, I don't mind it, but, you know, it's just like a lot of guns firing and grenades going off. And I overheard one of the conversations, one of the generals or whatever was telling the soldiers that uh, he wants everybody to be clean-shaved by 1,600 hours and ready to go fight on the beaches. And I was like, really? This is about ages ago when I had that thing about traditions. Traditions suck. Like, this is why I don't think there'll be another world war. <coughs> Especially to the scale of what World War One and World War Two is. There won't be another one in for a long time because people have got too many rights these days. But what difference does it make? These guys are in the middle of a fucking trench somewhere in Germany, right? Getting the mates are getting blown up left, right, and centre. They've got trench foot. They haven't seen the wives. They haven't touched a vagina in like three years. They've got no toilet paper. They've got no food. But but no, it's important that you shave. You must be clean shaven to fight for your country or so. That's what we're making you think. It's absolutely ridiculous, man. I hate that kind of shit. Be a real man. Fight for your country. Eat my fucking dick. Because some politician disagrees with another politician. You're going to make me go to fucking war and get shot on a beach in France. Eat my dick. And just like that, just like that, we have solved the crisis in the Middle East. And world peace. And you know what it is? I don't even want that much thanks for it. If you could just, if you could just buy me a new car... Uh, whoever's listening to you know like the the UN, if you're listening, and when, and I know that you are, uh, stop it, eat my dick, and buy me a new car. 
That's all I want is a thank you. That's all I want. I don't ask for much, but when I do ask for it, make sure it happens. Or just donate to the podcast, or just share the podcast. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> the last few episodes of this have been alright, but this one's been a bit of a... <laughs> Bit of a miss on it. Actually, when I was out on New Year's Eve, a few people, uh, I'll say when I was out, when I went to the pub in North Shields and then back to Ziggy's in South Shields, a few people said some really nice things about the podcast. So thank you very much if you're listening. Uh, I really appreciate it because I, I don't know why you're listening to this. I mean, I listen to podcasts while I'm doing other shit. So it's not like I know you're not sitting down every week at your fucking laptop and like waiting for the new episode of Titan and Inspire to come out. It's fine. It's okay. I understand. But thanks. Thanks. I'm glad you like it. It means a lot. Uh, that's probably about it then for this week because I'm going to go watch the football now. And uh, I've said thanks a billion times, but thanks again for listening. Uh, share with a friend. Hopefully I'll get some good stories from going away for, with my friends this week because uh, those guys are fucking nutcases. So cool. Uh, share the podcast. Tell a friend. Please donate if you're feeling generous enough because I've got no gigs this month. <laughs> uh, and uh, stay safe. Stay away from that rona. All right? Stay away from the rona. All right. Thanks very much. Love you all. Goodbye. That was a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. Happy New Year!